I'm doing good. Thank you for hanging out today. If somebody hasn't met you, what's your name and then what do you have going on? Uh, Christopher Marvin. Uh, all my patients call me Dr. Marv. I am a performance chiropractor in Seabrook, Texas. Okay, so I've heard of you know chiropractic care and I've had that before, but what's the difference whenever you add that performance? What does that mean? So we call ourselves performance chiropractors because it's a blend of rehab, uh, personal training and chiropractic all rolled in one. So we don't only adjust. Adjusting is a powerful tool. I'm sure we'll go down that, but we use exercise as a massive part. Everybody gets at-home exercises, right, to maximize what we're doing in office because you only spend 30 minutes to an hour with us once a week typically. Yeah. So giving you stuff to do at home that addresses the things we found causing pain, causing you some issues, just maximizes everything. So. We focus on improving quality of life and performance. That's kind of like our tagline, so to speak. Yeah. And so who would be your, your clientele? You know, somebody's looking at your business. Who's the range of people that would y'all be for? So we treat everything from professional athletes to weekend warriors, cyclists, rugby players, football players, high school athletes, right? Baseball season, everybody has elbow issues because they're mm -hmm. throwing way too many pitches, stuff like that. Um, we'll do pretty much anybody and everybody who... Everybody's an athlete, right? right. So uh, your definition of an athlete changes. Some folks, it's literally, I want to come to you so I could pick up my children, but not having back pain. That's an athlete to us because that is your event. So whatever your event is, that's person dependent. Um, so if you like to do some sort of at-home care plan, then we're <laughs> that's who we prefer, right? Because um, yeah. that's going to be part of the deal. Uh, but yeah, anybody and everybody. You mentioned baseball players. One thing that I've noticed, like there's parents that will, they, there's travel baseball. Yeah. Year round, you know, these kids, it used to be when I was a kid and I played baseball, I loved it, you know, hey, in the fall or in the spring and that was it. But these kids are playing, you know, what kind of wear and tear does that put on a young person's body? So it was interesting. They did. I should have looked up the stats before I came in. Uh, there was a study on NFL draft picks, different sport, but it makes a point. It was like 97% of all, that's a number off the top of my head, it's probably a little bit, makes a point, 97% all played multiple sports, right? Playing year-round creates wear and tear. Uh, the best way to burn out your child psychologically and physically is to have them play year-round. Now, that's not a popular message, especially because travel ball is such big money. But yeah, we're treating uh, elbow and shoulder complaints on a weekly basis based on literally they're just overthrowing Mechanics aren't great. They're not getting great direction with strength training because strength training is massive. Uh, mobility is kind of an issue, and they're just getting wear and tear stuff. So a lot of times they bring in their their care programs, right? So after mm -hmm. a game, kids are supposed to do stuff. Let's be real. Not all kids do that. So we'll kind of revamp that, have a chat with them and their parent about, hey, statistically, if you want your child to succeed in this, they need to play at least two sports and take some time off because wear and tear is a real deal, especially when they're skeletally immature and still developing. Yeah. Okay. What is that? So skeletally, can you just say that again? Yeah. yeah. So our, we're still growing even until our young 20s. Our skeleton is still developing. So say a kid, so for instance, I had a kid come in last week. Um, he's 11 years old. He's throwing way too much. He had elbow pain. They shut him down, which was great. Mm -hmm. He went back one single pitching event. Elbow pain came right back. So he's got something called Little League Elbow, um, which is literally a named thing. So just essentially the growth plate on his elbow that he throws with is becoming really inflamed. If that is not addressed, it could potentially become detached a little bit, which creates its own sort of issues. Typically, it will resolve itself. But our job as performance chiropractors is to educate 
the kid and the parent, uh, give them some at-home exercises, provide in-office treatment to make sure that doesn't happen and make sure that process is sped up. Okay. Uh, so he doesn't keep having elbow pain. He could go back to his favorite sport, which is baseball. But thankfully, they also are going to have him play soccer, which I was like, great. <laughs> I'm all for that, right? So yeah. multiple sports is how you get your kids to develop their athletics, their mindset, not get burnt out. And it actually, doing different sports will actually improve something called motor learning and motor control. So they get better at using their body in space and there's carryover between all sports. Cool. You talked about doing exercises, you know, at, at, at home, Mm -hmm. you know, most of these people that come in, they're doing something that's caused, you know, that pain. So what's the solution? You strengthen the muscle around it, or like you said, just change and do something different. It's person dependent, but typically, um, I'm going to go on a little diatribe if you don't mind. So we look at the whole body, the body as a whole for a reason. Somebody might have shoulder pain. We're going to look at everything. Why that matters. Our body alternates between mobile and stable joints through our whole body. So if you think about it, mobile ankles, stable knee, mobile hip, stable low back, that goes on throughout the entire body. If a mobile joint isn't as mobile as it should be, your body's smart. It's going to try and come up with that lost range of motion, typically the joint above and below, which happen to be stable, which is why they have pain, right? So... Uh, Sticking with the upper body, people have elbow issues. Rarely is it actually coming from the elbow. It's typically something coming in the wrist, the shoulder, possibly the neck. Mm -hmm. So we're going to look at where in the chain is things not doing what it should be. Mm -hmm. How do we address that? Typically, it's a combination of mobility, which is essentially just what ranges of motion can you get in and control, not just like rebound and just go loosey-goosey, but can you actually control and then Oftentimes, it's a combination of that and targeted strengthening that will contribute to those mobility issues. Cool. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. Okay. Um, And that's a different, I guess, approach than most places? Yes. So, look, there's 31 flavors of chiropractic. I will... How we choose to practice is much different, (laughs) which is why I'm here, right? Um, There's no one way that's the correct way. This is the way that my business partner and I... Uh, have chosen to practice. This is what we it aligns with us. Um, we get, in my opinion, much better results. Typically, folks come to us after failing attempts at other chiropractors. Again, different strokes, different folks. Uh, but we've got a lot bigger tool belt, and our tool belt typically is significantly different than the average chiropractor. Okay, I want to get into your background, and I guess why yeah. why did you start? And you know, before we went on air, we were talking about some other things, yeah. but. Um, where do you see the most most injuries? Is there? I know we've talked about baseball a lot with the, but you know I think of like football and some of those collision yeah. sports. Where do you see them? Uh, we just start. We just became the team chiropractors for a local rugby club, men's and women's, uh, the Bay Area Rugby Club. So that's been interesting. Uh, <laughs> that's a steady stream of patients yeah. coming in, um, and it's also uh, treating injuries and also preventing injuries. So we'll, every rugby player comes in, we strengthen their neck because we know if we strengthen your neck, your concussion risk goes down. So stuff like that, we could be proactive as well. We don't have to only be reactive. Uh, Interestingly enough, cyclists and runners have a lot of lower body complaints, which kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, right, everybody goes, running's great. We treat knee pain from runners multiple times a week, and it's always coming from the hip and the foot, very rarely from the knee. Are you a runner? Uh, I used to be a triathlete back in the day. The oh, day cool. I quit triathlons, the day I quit running. So if you ever see me running, you better take off because <laughs> something's coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, tr- I tried to be a runner at one point, but my feet just would get t- tore up. I Different shoes, yep. different socks, just try things. And I was like, why am I doing this? Yeah. Find something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no, like, we're, we promote exercise. Um, 
there's no one way you have to exercise, right? Mm-hmm. I am impartial to a little bit of resistance training, so strength training, and I don't care if it's body weight bands, actual weights, going to a gym, it could be in your garage, I don't care. Uh, but all the runners and the cyclists, when I put on workshops, there's a dedicated segment to if you could just lift one or two days a week, that'll dramatically improve your outcomes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be crazy. We're not talking bodybuilder six days a week. Uh, we're talking just very targeted stuff, typically addressing the issues we find in office um, tailored to them or their sports. So, for instance, with runners, endurance runners, uh, it's typically driven by our muscles below our knee. So our different calf muscles and stuff like that. We add some calf training for endurance runners and magically their feet feel better. Their knees feel better. Their hips feel better. Yeah. Do you get to stay pretty active right now? Yeah. So for me personally, mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, with work and I'm a, like we talked about, I'm a perfectionist and I work really hard. So 50, 60 hours a week is typically what I'm doing. Cause I have outside endeavors as well. But I'll go to the gym two or three days a week. Um, that is my passion. When I quit triathlons, I found uh, resistance training and, and bodybuilding and stuff like that. Um, I don't do it as often as I would like, but I'm still getting there two or three times a week consistently. Um, that's what I love. And uh, resistance training just does things in the body that cardio doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why if we could get a blend of both, that's the happy spot. Cool. What, so what's your background and, and what drove you towards this path? So, um, I thought I want to be a physical therapist. That's what my undergrad was in. I worked in a hospital setting for a long time. I've had nine surgeries, so I'm pretty beat up. Chronic pain is a part of my life. So, uh, I feel bad for patients who have gone to a doctor and I've been told your pain's in your head, suck it up. That's not acceptable in my book. Um, then I got into the fitness industry, um, did really, really well with that. So I was like, why go back to grad school when I'm making this much money and loving what I do? Uh, Starting a corporate gym, then I traded my own training platform independent. Um, I did that for five years. Decided I want to go back to school. Didn't want to spot people in my 40s. And I loved what I did, but there was a little bit of a ceiling just because I don't have, you know, a doctor in front of my name and stuff like that. Um, And I just, I love learning. I actually genuinely enjoy school. Um, When I decided to go back, Physical therapy wanted me to redo my entire undergrad degree just to apply because it had been 10 years. So I guess physio- yeah, I guess physiology has changed in the last 10 years. I didn't know that. I didn't get the memo. Right. Yeah. Um, and then I realized, wait a second, with the nine surgeries I've had and all the physical therapy I went to, chiropractic and uh, not a performance chiropractor, a straight chiropractor, which is straight chiropractic means they adjust. They adjust only. They might do a little hands-on muscle work. That's about it. That helped me much more than physical therapy. Then I started looking around and found other, like we call ourselves performance chiropractors. We're kind of niche and calling ourselves that. Um, but I found other chiropractors doing what, what I do now and started following them, chatted with them. I took a 10 hour drive to go shadow a guy for two days. He was gracious enough to let me hang out with him for 16 hours straight, pick his brain. Cause I will come like you with a laundry list of questions, right? Like the last thing you want to do is, Hey, ask me questions anytime. I'm going to give you 10 to 20 questions right away um, and realize, holy smokes, like this is what I was meant to do. So with my physical therapy background with well over a de- like 14 or 15 years between physical therapy and fitness, like I am very spoiled with my background. So this was just the logical next step. Yeah. We know whenever you go in and reach out for, for help or find somebody who's doing something that you're interested in, have they, were they pretty open? Yeah. Uh, 
I was shocked. And so that's what I try to do. So like a student, after I'm done here, I go work all day. A student's coming in just to hang out in shadow. So I'm always trying cool. to do that. I hop on the phone with folks. Uh, I was in school during uh, COVID and because I couldn't shadow, it actually turned out to be the greatest thing ever. Um, I then had Zoom calls and phone calls with podiatrists, physical therapists, chiropractors, sports chiros from all over the world, different countries, different states. So in my Rolodex, I have 40, 50 people. I could be like, hey, I need your input on something. So no matter what you do, I don't care if it, it doesn't have to be chiropractic, but if you're interested in something, reach out. Folks like to talk about themselves and they typically <laughs> will give you the good yeah. and the bad. So I had a really good idea of kind of what I wanted to do, how I wanted to do it. And then I got a lot of exposure to different fields which helped me today. Yeah. So you're located at 601 Kirby Drive in Seabrook, Texas. Yep. I like that that community out there. Mm-hmm. How has it been for you? I love it. So uh, I've been here since April. I absolutely love it because of the water. It's a little beach community. Yeah. It's, it's nice. Uh, everybody's very welcoming. Um, absolutely love it. So it is a dream scenario. The landmark I give everybody who's familiar with Seabrook is we're right next to the Bay Area Meat Market. You say that, everybody knows exactly where you are. Um, We've got an awesome little place with three treatment rooms, a full rehab gym. Um, We're probably going to expand that and tear down a wall in the near future to bring in more equipment so we could have one-stop shop for everything you need. You know, your your clients, are they mainly from Seabrook or they're coming from Houston all over, huh? Uh, right now somebody's driving one hour to me because nobody else could figure them out. Yeah. So, um... Our job is to get people feeling and moving better as quickly as possible. Now, that does not mean pain is the worst (laughs) outcome measure, which means the success of treatment, in my opinion, because pain either goes away very quickly and the issues still are there or pain stays around a very long time. So we focus on how are you moving? We kind of educate the patient. Do you notice you don't have movement in this direction compared to this move this direction? Do you notice how you're a little weak here, right? So mm-hmm. um, our job though is to get them moving better and feeling better after day one. And then um, they don't come to us three times a week for the rest of their life or develop spine cancer, which is old school chiropractic. We don't do that. Um, so typically the guy's driving an hour, he's coming in once every two weeks now, after we got him in a good spot, we reassess everything, go over his exercise, progress it. This guy has new goals every month. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, people will drive a ways to us. I would say about half of our patients are from Seabrook. The other half are commuting to us. Okay. Uh, I want to ask you specifically about, I guess, two sports. So like combat sports, yep. you know, that's, um, I've seen, you know, places like, like yours, you know, sports medicine yep. and, and that, they, they kind of focus on those guys. But as far as like jujitsu and MMA, do you have any athletes like that? Or do you see any of those injuries come in? Yeah, we're actually, uh, my business partner is treating a guy who uh, his knees are pretty terrible. Um, he's had like nine surgeries on him and we're mm-hmm. trying to restore his range of motion in his knees because it's getting in his way of jiu-jitsu because he can only bend his knee 90 degrees. Kind of makes jiu-jitsu a little hard when you're doing, gotta, you know, a chokehold. Yeah, change your game. Um, you got to change it. Exactly. So, yeah, those are always fun. Um, and again, a lot of it's also preventative. So strengthening the neck, we know. Uh, if you a company came out with something called an iron neck, we have one of those in our office, but we give people at-home resistance bands, which that'll treat headaches alone. 
you don't need a chiropractic adjustment. It helps 100%. They go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. But strengthening the neck does a lot of cool things. Um, It'll reduce headaches, it'll reduce neck pain, but it also will prevent concussion risk. So if we could get their head, their neck stronger, if you think about it, you could control your head when you're getting slammed or whatever and and kind of resist that rotation, which will cause a concussion. So we could be very preventative, proactive as well. Okay, awesome. If you're just joining us, I'm talking to Dr. Marv. He's with Coastal Performance Chiropractic. You mentioned that you have, a, I guess, a partner yep. in business. You know, do you all kind of do the same thing? Does he specialize in different things, or what's his background? So I'm very blessed and spoiled that my business partner and I align a lot. Um, he comes from a human performance world, sports medicine world. He teaches at the local chiropractic school. He travels and teaches sports medicine worldwide. He went to, like, the World Games. Uh, he's gone to the Olympics, stuff like that. Um, so he and I really align on how we treat, how we do exercise. We're not a carbon copy of each other, which you never should be. Otherwise it's an echo chamber, but we completely agree on 90% of stuff. And that 10% is great debates and fun dialogue. Um, I don't think you should ever agree with anybody hundred percent personally, cause you're in an echo chamber and there's not that, uh, critical thinking and critical thought going around. Mm-hmm. Um, so Uh, I'm very blessed that he and I actually I met him through one of those phone calls during the lockdowns Um, and then he and I stayed in contact. Uh, I took his sports medicine course. It was spectacular. He and I hit it off immediately. Our conversations went really deep really quickly Um, and it became very apparent that I was meant to meet him through the lockdowns. Right. God always has a plan. So (laughs) the plan from above was for that to happen so I could meet him to then decide time to uh to move and make this move and go there and i haven't looked back and it's been absolutely spectacular so was he in this area yes okay Mm -hmm. yeah very cool and you mentioned that you're you're not originally from here no where are you from from that state that everybody (laughs) hates i try not to let people know i'm from california so i just escaped um so and uh fiance is from arlington so like i was telling you it's safe to say i've been to texas quite a few times um she's happy to be back uh we love seabrook i can't speak highly enough of the area where I chose to live like it's amazing um it's cool how everything just works out right it wasn't on my timetable and it wasn't how I originally envisioned but now I'm like this is always what was supposed to happen yeah you know during those those times there's always some there's can be something like that bright light or like rolling with the punches you know a lot of businesses you know did you know you have to adjust or like you like hey I'm gonna go I'm gonna finish this schooling or you know change this path a little bit and made a you know, made the best, the best out of it, some good decisions. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I still pinch myself sometimes. Um, I had some personal issues that I had to overcome. And so then I finally developed the confidence in myself to roll the dice and Mm -hmm. take a gamble and go back and pay for a quarter million dollars worth of schooling in my thirties. And, uh, it's worked out spectacular, so I can't complain. Yeah. You know, we're almost at the end of this year going into next year. What are some things that you want to see for, for coastal performance? Continue to expand. Um, our goal long-term is multiple locations, so that's going to be something we're going to really pursue. Um, I'm getting involved with the sports medicine courses uh, starting next month, so that'll be fun um, to kind of do what my business partner does because I see the doors that opens. And plus, I love to teach. Um, I did workshops and webinars and, and things like that as a trainer. Um, I did that all throughout school. I do workshops with different gyms, cycling clubs, rugby clubs, uh, do nutrition talks. Like I love doing that stuff. So that'll be very fun to, uh, continue to pursue and continue to expand. Um, 
we might get in the podcast game like we talked about stuff like that uh continue to put out you know a lot of good videos which is how we met um and really educate folks right so our goal is everything we put out we provide value that somebody can't lives in another state or can't make the trip to us for some reason that they're still getting information that's different from everybody else that they could apply to themselves so our goal is just to try and help as many people as possible um, i'm focused more on that than the financials if you focus on that typically the financials come so i'm not worried about that at all um, but yeah our goal is multiple locations expand uh, become quote unquote, the gold standard kind of, of performance chiropractic and what that entails. Mm -hmm. You know, I've had the opportunity to talk to people and they have, you know, their business and that's what they started. Then they start putting out content or uh, content or podcast. And sometimes the, the income from that kind of overtook the main business. And then it's like a weird juggling, you know, of, of passion and making, making sure you're doing what you started out to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like I still online coach fitness clients. I will always do that. I love doing that. Um, I'm a big believer on you've got to, this is finances, but multiple income streams, uh, the more ways you could help people, like different mediums impact people differently, right? So whether it's videos, podcasts, blogs, uh, in-person workshops, recorded webinars, we've got to find whatever that resonates with somebody. Um, and yeah, the, I'm actually excited for next year. Um, he and I, my business partner, are actually sitting down this weekend to lay out our plan. Um, so that'll be fun. We've both been doing a lot of work behind the scenes, figuring out where we want to take it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we just want to kind of help as many people as we can and kind of expand the word of performance chiropractic because it is different and technically, I guess you could call it niche. But I firmly believe that what we do, uh, nobody else does. Um, uh, not not from an arrogant standpoint or like an egotistical standpoint, just looking in at the area obviously i did a lot of research before i came here too to see what what else is out there um and just see where we could expand things and take it from here yeah do you ever get any of the like the rugby players or some of these people like trying to pull you in hey come check it out with us oh yeah yeah no way um (laughs) rugby i can't i couldn't i've had nine surgeries i'm pretty fragile (laughs) uh now i will i've worked i work with highland game athletes Scottish Highland Games, that is a trip. I could see myself doing that eventually. What's it called? I'm not familiar. Scottish Highland Games. So it's what they used to do to prepare for war. So it's essentially like how high can you throw a 55-pound uh, okay. kettlebell attached to a thing over a bar? Not very you high. You essentially yeah. – no, they're clearing 16, 18 feet. Wow. Like it's like incredible. They essentially pick up a telephone pole uh, – Pick it up, run, and they try and flip it. And if they could flip it to a perfect 12 o'clock, that's a perfect score. How far can I throw a heavy stone? It's a wild sport. Um, how my brain works, I went to my first games here because I was doing nutrition for one of the athletes who now has jumped up 200 places in the world rankings within a year since we started working together. So that's a trip. Um I immediately watched and I had a notes app on my phone. This is how I would train for this event. This is how I would train Mm -hmm. for this event. So at some point I might, my business partner, his name is Todd Riddle. I should have said that earlier. So Dr. Todd Riddle, um, in the world of chiropractic, he's kind of the big deal. He has many, uh, leather bound books on his (laughs) mahogany bookshelf to speak, uh, Ron Burgundy. Um, but he started competing (laughs) this, this, uh, past year. So that's been a lot of fun. So, um, I will most likely stick to putting the athletes back together, but that is a sport I could eventually see myself getting into. You talked about doing nutrition for him. Was that just like on a, on a sports and performance side, the nutrition based that way? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, 
yeah, I do nutrition for everyday people like trying to lose weight and improve their, their lifestyle. A lot of folks come to me after something's happened, right? Mm -hmm. Heart attack, sleep, just diagnosed with sleep apnea, other stuff like that. And then also do like high level sports nutrition for athletes where it's like, um, everything from power lifters to endurance athletes. Endurance athletes are fun to work with, and that is a unique scenario because they could maybe have an event that's 18 hours long. We've got to figure out how to yeah. keep fueling them. That doesn't upset their stomach. That doesn't take too long. Um, and then, like, yeah, the Highland Games, when I went the first time, I was blown away. They're out in the sun in San Antonio for eight hours straight with – I think there's eight events off the top of my head, and you have uh, – and you keep going until you max out. Right. So they could have close to 100 attempts in a given day of throwing heavy stuff as far as they possibly can in the beating sun. That is a unique scenario. You've got to keep them replenished. You got to keep them safe, uh, reduce the risk of injury, which you can do through nutrition um, and make sure they're they're set to perform as highly as possible. Yeah. Wow. Is there anything else that we haven't talked about that you wanted to share? Um. I'm sure you'll include it like when it comes out. Just take a look at our, our Instagram. Take a look at our Facebook. I've got to get better at keeping videos up to date on YouTube. <laughs> uh, with all the different platforms, right, it's hard always juggling it. I do all of our social media stuff. Um, we're here to help people as much as possible. I just put out a webinar that's totally free, teaching everybody, talking about nutrition. Uh, it's the five keys of mastering nutrition so you could reach and maintain your body weight and health goals. So I try and keep things as simple as possible. In my opinion, everybody focuses on minutia, tiny details up top. You need this supplement at this time. No, you don't like focus on what I call big rocks. So what is your sleep quality? Like, what is your lifestyle? Like, um, here's the biggest tip for the day, 10 minute walk after meals. That's what I challenge everybody mm. to do. The research is amazing. A 10 minute walk after meals, uh, helps control blood sugar, uh, as effectively as prescription metformin for diabetics. Um, now that's not in replacement of, we don't take anybody off medication, but if you could just simply get in the habit of going for a 10 minute walk after meals, your health will change. Cholesterol will improve. Blood sugar, uh, regulation will improve. Um, we know that it is little stuff like that. That's actionable and anybody could do. We know that that will help people maintain their first 10% of body weight loss. And once you get to 10% of your initial body weight loss, that's where all the health uh, improving benefits come from. So like I said, cholesterol, uh, inflammatory markers, blood sugar regulation, you'll feel better, right? Motion is lotion. It's, it's shocking. People go for a 10 minute walk after meals. My low back doesn't hurt nearly as often. My neck doesn't hurt nearly as often. We're designed to move. So if you can yeah. implement that, the health benefits are dramatic. So I focus on stuff like that versus take this supplement that's going to give you a half of a half of a half of a percent when we have these big rocks that are going to give you your 50% changes. Yeah. You know, taking that walk, is that just, um, is it the exercise aspect or does it have to do with it's digestion? The, it's the blood flow. So <laughs> like, for instance, one of my nutrition patients through the practice, uh, he ain't going to do it. He hates doing it. He's a teenager. But- He'll play virtual reality boxing after meals. There we go. I just want blood flow, especially with it being a little chilly outside. Mm -hmm. Might not be ideal. Granted, thank God it's gotten a little warmer these last couple of days. Yeah, uh, that was a rude awakening for me. I think that's the <laughs> coldest temperature I've been in in my entire life. Full stop. Uh, but it's just blood flow. So a lot of people do air squats, jumping jacks, uh, push-ups, mm -hmm. ride an exercise bike, walk on a treadmill. I don't care. Just get some sort of activity in. Little stuff like that makes a huge benefit for that. 
Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Somebody wants to check you out again. What's your your website, or how can they find you on yeah, social yeah. media? So websites coastalperformancecairo.com. Uh, all of our tags on social media is at Coastal Performance Cairo. Uh, we put out weekly videos. We've done a few blogs that we're going to start ramping up. Like I said, we have a YouTube. That's I've got to get better at putting videos out, which I will. We have a small TikTok, same thing. Instagram and Facebook is where we put out the vast majority of our content. Um, reach out to us. Uh, send us an email. Um, Anything like that will will help out. Um, we're just love to chat. We offer free phone consultations to see if we're a good fit for each other, right? And if we're not, we'll try and put you in touch with the people the people who are. Thank you so much for hanging out today. I appreciate Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. It was a pleasure.